middle of the Willamette Podcast Weekly Update for Week 11. 12 for Week 12. Maybe Week 11 and 12. We might talk about it. Everybody loves the Ocho. God damn it. Hawk, do not be a nine ball this week. (laughs) You're listening to, you're being a part of, you're ingesting the DL. All right. So just one quick thing I want to talk about. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed uh, the Thanksgiving break. Um, I know that that the podcast took a little break and we took some shots, but uh, the League Illustrated did collaborate with the podcast and is still by far better than SOS News. Or pick them. Yeah. Guys, how are we doing? Yeah, I, I, I know normally Justin goes first, but I'm doing great. I just want to add one thing. A three and a half minute pick episode is not doing pick them. Want to throw that out there. Yeah, and half of them were brooms anyway, so we kind of knew. Yeah, big deal. Working hard, hardly working. Let's jump right into this recap of week 11 or 12, whichever it is. Depending on when you tune in or how many you've listened to in a row, you could get an update or you could get something new. Let's jump right into uh, this first game on the docket. One of my favorite horned nemesises, Gore, versus a tragic downfalling of a great franchise, Badonka Bronx. Share with me your woes and how you got gored this week, CJ. Yeah, when I lost 157 and 99, so wasn't really close. Start off pretty competitively on Thursday with a strong lead and a relatively close project, projected outcome after Thursday with Thielen, Bass, and Parsons scoring me 47, but the rest of the team could barely muster up 52 points the rest of the way. Or <laughs> uh, to pretty much run away with this one. That 50 burger that was never acknowledged, by the way. Um, uh, yeah. For Josh Jacobs. Is now and Josh Jacobs is now ninth in scoring for the year with that 50 burger, so that's a big deal. So Gore, we already know he clinched. He has a chance to win the division with a win this week against IP. So it's a big matchup. A loss, and Gore can still win the East with a win in week 14 against products. If pro against products, if there's a loss by IP. And sadly, yes, the Don Cabronts is eliminated from the playoffs for the first time since 2015 rough wow eliminated early and another stat that you didn't mention is this i believe is your third bag of dicks so that's got to be a record from uh 2015 also i i would think (laughs) i don't think so oh we're not we're not tracking that or was that not part of the the spreadsheet listen i hate the bag of dicks but what i like about the bag of dicks is that it does give me something (laughs) excited about and i was like all excited sunday night i'm at 99.69 and lectures at 99.06 i'm like yes i just have to avoid the um you know the the adjustment thursday and all that and then i notice as i look down a little further there he's still got a player left yeah yeah ouch and one of the players you took from him Adam Thielen had like an all-time week. Was, <laughs> I know you were giddy. <laughs> had I not had Adam Thielen on my team, um, it could have been the worst game of the year. 
Well, you hit on my biggest takeaway from this, not to rub it in with the commission, which I did, unfortunately. My biggest takeaway was going to be that we have still not seen the Jacobs burger. So uh, one other, I guess, news outlet evidently taking Thanksgiving off as well. Sure, sure. And, well, I, and that's the only reason why I'm okay with it happens. Yeah. And that, that team, unfortunately, this week didn't get any burgers. So there was not a simple copy and paste of my own to make you one at the same time. So it just didn't get done. Um, now, one question for you guys before we move on. Was the consensus last year, am I wrong that Josh Jacob was washed last year? Yes. Not a, like, not good, right? No. Has it been, has it been two years since he was like real good? And then like. I mean, last year, he even had those complaints about he didn't want too much playing time or some nonsense like that, if I remember right. Like, he, he was getting the ball too much or something, some crap. I, I don't remember for sure. So, yeah, I, I, I think he's never been as elite as people thought he was going to be, but he is now. So, And so hard to tell on a year-to-year -year basis in fantasy because James Robinson was going to be set to be a fantasy name for the next four or five years. <laughs> And he literally is a scr healthy scratch this last weekend. And what is going on? I, I, it just it just goes to show this game is is so finicky. No one no one is a, a a real genius out there. What is with that James Robinson guy? Where literally no one wants him, but he gets in there. He does pretty well when he plays. But the Jacksonville want to get rid of him, and the Jets are just gonna once you stay home for this one you know like it's just it's odd is he i wonder if he's like at the end of a contract or something and he's a malcontent and he just is like waiting to get a fresh start somewhere else it's a way to you know flush a few million dollars a year down the toilet while you're doing it but geez yeah i'm gonna guess he's still on his rookie contract i think he's a third year guy i'd also like to say and i know that let's we're not doing let's get statistical here, unfortunately, because this is the quick pod. But does Gore have the most burgers from different individuals on his team? Um, that's a good question. A good follow-up for the law. I know there's a Hertz burger. I know there's a Jacobs burger. I know there's a Kamara <laughs> burger. I mean, that's a lot of different Let me look. flavors of burger on one team. It's a lot of different ground chuck right there. All right, so Gore has Jalen Hurts, Kamara, and Jacobs. IP has Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Mm. A lot of the same burger. Yeah, yeah the same. Christian McCaffrey. That's that Kobe beef right there. Endzone has Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and Josh mm. Allen. Yeah. Gore looks like Gore might have, yeah, three different burgers, and that's probably the most that I could see. Yeah. Need to get need to get the menu up there with all the different yep. names of the burgers for yep. the season. Different, so, different, different cuts of burger, which is better. So just, just to cut, just to move on, but close us out. Yes, you're right, but James Robinson's in his. He was a three-year contract. This is his last one. He's worth. $546,000. So he'll be a free agent, unrestricted free agent um, next year. And available in the first round of the draft. Headed to the Cowboys. 
next year. And he's guaranteed 25000 this year. Nice. Moving on. Next game of the week. Our guy IP versus their guy Hawk Attack. CJ, how'd it go? Well, 192 to 125 another week. Another blowout win for Irish Puddles. Over the over his nine-game win win streak, IP has had an average winning difference of 63 points. So he's won by an average of 63 points. And that includes week 11 win over products that was only three points. So it tells you just how much domination is, you know, is going on there. Irish Puddles has five different games where he's had five or more players with 20 or more points. Five games. That's crazy. Irish Puddles has the matchup with Door in week 13. This will ultimately be for the division title, but IP will need to win and then some help from products in week 14 who plays Gore if um, Gore does win. So speaking of help, Hawk is still in it. He needs to beat Hip Hop, our boy Hip Hop, this week and needs Endzone to beat Slumlord, okay? A Slumlord has a point differential of about 125 points. So if everything goes according to plan this week, then the showdown with Slumlord and Hawk Attack in week 14 will basically be a playoff game because winner We'll move on to the playoffs. Ooh, baseball playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. I love it. He needs to win this week to start. He has to win. Juicy. Well, it was interesting to see that Irish Puddles didn't meet his 200 point projection. So, kind of a down week for him. Still won by 60 points. I don't know. The biggest takeaway in this game is that Christian McCaffrey's kind of up to his own trip, his old tricks was a soft tissue injury. And we knew that was going to happen at some point. It just doesn't affect IP as much this season as it has in seasons past. He's just stacked. Um, and Hawk Attack had his injury with Travis Etienne, who I believe is just a soft tissue deal or an ankle or something, should be back next week. Hawk Attack's going to need him moving forward after hearing all of that juicy East division gossip. But you guys know me. The P and IP stands for pom-poms. And I'm all team I pom-poms. As, as, as we are also friends of IP, FIPs, for the off-season auction that will be happening. So friends <laughs> of IP here, friends of IP there, friends of IP there. Yeah, Fips. we love IP. Yep. Bottle of JMO coming your way. I know it's a little late. My bad. Moving to the third game of the week. He got me boycotting. We were going to boycott even talking about this game because we're not getting enough. Uh, he got me on the slack. I'm missing you, bro. Heart hurts. Uh, <laughs> it's my second favorite horned football helmet, Electro. CJ, how'd this one shake out? Well, he got me wins easily with solid games for Murray and St. Brown. He led the way with every who led the way with every offensive player getting more, 11 or more. So it was a pretty solid game for him. He's already clinched, but he's not in the running, running for the division title. There's no way he can get the, the East division title. The next two weeks are meaningless. He is in the, the game between the number two and the number three seed, whichever one he ends up being. That's where he's going to land. Um, Murray's bye is coming this week, so it couldn't come at a better week for him. So he's going to have a fresh Murray when it comes to the team. And he's also quietly become the most healthy team in the league. 
um, as he sets him up well for a bridge bowl run. So he, this is a sneaky, he got me team. This week puts an end to the frustrating season for a talented but limping Electro as the point differential is too much to overcome and Electro's season is unfortunately over. It's the first time he's missed the playoffs. He's 105 points behind Triple Threat, 244 behind Duck Cowboy, and like 300 plus behind Prodex. So even if everything were to go well for him, he has to score a lot of points to do it. So what I do see like he got me is a relatively healthy team, which bodes well for the toilet tournament and Electro. Wow. Electro is going to be down on the dock there in Seattle, fish and catching fish, right? The pier. Hopefully I get an invite. Yeah. Well, it's sad to hear for Electro. Uh, I mean, he beat me by a half a point last week. I know we didn't have the pod, but talk about a frustrating game. <laughs> and as that loss happened, I was looking at the West thinking that it was getting <laughs> Wes was getting tighter than an Irish Puddles t-shirt, you know? Yeah. But now as I hear this breakdown, it's not as tight as I thought. So good to hear. Now, I have been confused about the strike from He Got Me. I don't know if I missed something. I had a couple of days there. Where I was driving. I was trying to catch up on Slack. I don't know if there's a purpose to the strike. But to hear that he basically doesn't have to do anything for the next two weeks, probably a good good time for a strike. His players are getting his players are getting healthy, which everyone wants. He has depth and health. That's pretty good. If I was him, take a take a page from Duck Cowboy when I've been in your situation and just sit as many of the players as you can to make sure they remain healthy for next week. He got yep. that's free advice. That's a sound, that is a sound plan. That is a sound plan. He got me. You heard it here first. Moving on. Fourth game of the week. Two people on this show involved, my guy Duck Cowboy, and that other guy Hip Hopopotamus. How did it shake out, CJ? Well, one sixty-two to one forty, so ah. it, was, it was a little bit more of a it was a little bit more of a blowout than I was expecting. But even after a possible game end injury to Carr early in the Seahawks game, Carr rallies, comes around, and breaks another quarterback weekly scoring record for Duck Cowboy with twenty-five. <laughs> Just keeps going up. Right time of year for that to happen. On the other side of the ball, Tua has his worst game in over a month. You know, with just under 14 points. But that 50 points from the DC IDP versus 15 and a half from Hip Hop's IDP was definitely the difference. Um, you know, it's even though Hip Hop's team, I mean, everyone was above 10 other than his IDP. I mean, it was a great showing. It's a solid effort on both sides of this but it just you know when, when you're <laughs> when the idp is not is struggling the other team is excelling it's a tough one for duck cowboy this puts him in the driver's seat in a matchup against triple threat the team that has lost six straight mm. a win and a duck and and duck cowboy is vaulted into the playoffs a loss then his playoffs hope to rest on electro's shoulders in week 14 versus triple threat so this is this would be a good week to beat triple threat for hip-hop, he no longer has control of his own destiny as it relates to the division title. This is now a must-win week 13 to stay in the hunt for the division. Still, owning the division tiebreaker, you still have that, so that's good. So if you guys have the same record, you'll have the tiebreaker. Hip-hop needs to win out and hope for one easy loss this week or next week. 
And I wouldn't say a win vaults me into the playoffs. I would say more like limps me into the playoffs. <laughs> this crazy freaking game, the last two weeks when I was looking at the schedule thinking win versus Hawk Attack, bottom of the East Division, win versus Electro, bottom of the West Division, lose to both them. Then I have to take on the leader of the East Division and somehow pull out a win. You tell me. I have no idea. I do know that I got lucky because I thought Carr was out of that game and it was over. Uh, it would have been my luck at QB. I've started to take a different mentality at QB. I'm pretty sure again, statistical analysis would have to be had on this, but I think I have more points at linebacker than QB this season. My linebackers kind of been my QB. I'm shocked at my IDP output. I think I'm up there at number one or number two. Um, I've had no choice but to kind of get points out of those guys because God knows quarterback and other offensive positions have been an absolute train wreck. So I, uh, you know, I needed the win. I know that you, uh, you're clinched already hip hop. So I, I appreciate the win. Um, I'm still rooting for you and I am definitely limping in to the West. Well, two, two things on that so one you played me two weeks ago and now oh Hawk. yeah sorry the other bottom compare, bottom you do not compare me to Hawk ever again that's one well i lost that one too well i know i know i'm still dominant i'm just saying like don't confuse me with hawk attack okay the other thing is you have 155 points at linebacker this year okay and you have 169 at quarterback oh Big week from week. Yep, just week put you over the top. Nice. Yeah, it sometimes it just takes that one week, and you, you you're creeping up on Hawk Attack for quarterback points. You're only about fifty eight points behind him now, so mm. you might be able to make that up. <laughs> <laughs> just it's it's quarter quarterback by committee. It's whatever <laughs> you got to do. All right, moving on. End zone versus products. CJ, take it. All right, 182 to 168. So Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are up to their old tricks on Thanksgiving with 52 combined points, coupled with nearly 50 points from their IDP. Easy was impressive, we'll say, this week. For products who had five players scoring 19 or more points, it really came down to Pollard and Kittle, who were the weak link and just did not look solid and not, you know, I think that 13 points between the two of them. The win for Easy puts him in the running for the East Division, which he won last year. A win this week and a Hawk Attack win over Hip Hop will win the East and the coveted number one seed in the East. So he's close. He can have everything done this week and have a week off. Already clinched, Hip Hop needs to win to stay in the hunt for the division, but a win and a Slumlord win would put them right back in the division lead heading into week 14. I was just looking at all the bench points from Products. Um, you know, his $92, how was it? $97 guy, Garrett Wilson. $165 guy. <laughs> Just keeps going up, keeps appreciating. Um, you know, this was a, this was actually a fun game to watch over the weekend. And, um, I thought products had a chance, but, uh, end zone dominant again. And, uh, Product still with that tough schedule in the West, 
but it sounds like he um, he has a pretty decent chance of getting through end zone up to first in the east. Is that what you said with this with a chance to, to clinch? Yeah, so end zone could clinch the number one seed this week with a Duck Cowboy loss or uh, sorry, with a hip hop loss. So hip hop, you could got to win that one. And for products, if he wins or if um, you win, he he's in. So he's got a little bit easier path, we'll say, to clinching. Um, I, I think he's probably in pretty, he should feel pretty good, I think, the rest of the way. But yeah, it's, um, it's coming down to it. Things could be relatively over this week and really not a whole lot to play for next week or could be a lot of drama next week. We'll see. I love it. Always on the table. Yeah, the, uh, the deluxe double stacks coming through for uh, easy. Uh, it was hard to believe looking at the uh, newsletter that uh, his double stack is number two compared to that Mahomes Kelt. Like, I feel like every week it was 70 or 80 points and for end zone and that Mahomes is just choo-choo out there. Choo-choo. There were a couple of weeks um, where, remember when um, I think Josh Allen got a little banged up. They had a couple of weeks there where they had a combined like one week. Combined 40 or 55. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they had a, they had a, they, they just weren't as, I mean, it's surprising, but I think every week it's Mahomes and Kelsey just, I mean, just yeah. crushing. I mean, they're both crushing it. So it's not like yeah. being second. I mean, they're significantly ahead everyone else that stack, those two stacks. I mean, it's just a matter of one week went one way for one team and another week went the other way. It's that kind of close. Mm. Clearly important. Clearly important. <laughs> Final game of the week, the matchup of the Black Hats, Slumlord versus Tony Triple Threat in their darkly painted helmets. This was a, a tight-fought battle right down to the end there, CJ. Yeah, so Slumlord, who is definitely a work in progress, he's had different starting lineups for the past, I think, five weeks. So it's just a whole bunch of guys that he's just searching, picking up, you know, he traded for some guys. He got some guys off that, but it's it's just one of those years. Um, but Rashad White was emerging. P. Ryan may be temporary, but came through for him in a big win. Those points. <laughs> Triple Threat continues to slide right out of the playoffs. Very similar to 2021, where he lost four in the last five and missed the playoffs. Um, but it's not over for Triple Threat quite yet. They find themselves in a win or go fishing scenario against that Cowboy. DC has 128 points. I think I mentioned that earlier. Lead for the tiebreaker. So a loss would force Triple Threat to defend his toilet bowl title from 2021. For Slumlord to avoid a week 14 winner takes all, they need to beat end zone or hope for a hip hop win to clinch the playoffs. If Slumlord wins and Hawk Attack wins, then like I said earlier, it's a playoff game in week 14 versus Hawk Attack. Well, and I would like to point out, AJ Brown had, uh, 12 and a half points and James Connor had 21 big time. So that trade's starting to maybe make more sense. No, no. Dare, dare I say crystal ball? Well, listen, though, it's still a keeper league. That's all I'm going to say. 
No, that was stupid. I'd also like to point out, and I'd never seen that before, bud. There are a lot of flames when these two uh, logos play each other. There's a lot of flames. This game is fire. This game is fire. So what you're saying is Tony Triple Threat needs to get off the beach and get into the conference room and start grinding on videos, putting in the work that he needs to do, finish this season strong. He or just... Or Tony, just lose to Duck Cowboy next week. It'll oh, be fine. Either one. So Tony was averaging in the first, I'm going to say, six weeks of the season, he was averaging 153 points per game. Since then, so over the next six weeks, 125 points a game. So it's been like, you know, he went from what? Five and one to five and seven. Ooh. So it's, and this looks very similar to last year, but it's like his team is, is going, going, going. It just shows you how important it is to, you know, get that done, you know. And to stay on top of everything fantasy football related, waiver wires, everything, because that's exactly what Slum's done. done. He's, he's been hurt throughout the season, but um, for him to make the P Ryan pick up, um, for him to be patient with Rashad White, which is just a huge um, pickup for him going forward here. Miles Sanders had 31 points on the bench. I mean, he knows his fantasy football. It's no surprise he won this one and uh, will continue to be dangerous through through the yeah. rest of this year and into next. And he has improved on his totals. Maybe he hasn't won every game, but he has improved each week over the last four weeks. So. I mean, he is building on something. His team's getting there. It's just he's had a lot of injuries. I mean, he's he's having it's, to work through that. And dare I say, we haven't brought it up yet, but Deshaun Watson back? We'll see. I mean, he could be a sneaky playoff team too, you know? I mean, the, the East, I, end zone's tough, hip-hop's tough. He got me as, as healthy as he's been probably in two years going into the playoffs. So it might be a tough year, but he's he's getting better too. So, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens with him in Hawk Attack. But, I mean, it's going to be a pretty healthy bunch of healthy squads out there going into the playoffs. It, it's You just got to get in and see what happens, you know. I know Slumlord's a better. Over under 20 fantasy points for Deshaun Watson in his first game back. He hasn't played a football game in a couple of years. What do you guys have? Over. Because he's going yeah. to be lighting it up with Coop. <laughs> oh, I see the angle. I don't know. I got to I gotta say under. I just feel like you football is, is a complicated and tough game to begin with. But at that level, I, like, it's, like, it's like when you leave – like, Bud, you would understand this. As When you were working in a store and you leave the store and you start working somewhere else, corporate, whatever, the minute you leave that store, you start to forget how things really go, right? right. Like, you, you just start to forget that. And I think, I get it, the NFL, he's still training, he's still doing this, but to see the game, I, I don't know. I don't know how you can take that much time off. In that, the most important you know, position in sports, we'll see. I mean, maybe they've got it figured out that they're going to give them some easy stuff. That is a good team. There's no question. I mean, they've underachieved this year for sure. But 
I don't know. Well, he also comes in. He doesn't have all the the bangs and bruises. He should be extremely healthy given all the massages he's had over the last couple of years. (laughs) And the other thing too, it's like if um, if if Fields from Chicago can get forty eight fantasy points, I'm pretty sure Deshaun Watson can get half of that. Fields is the best quarterback in the league, though. Let's not compare Deshaun Watson to you know, that could have been MVP. To a, to a two-game wonder, Ken. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> All hey, right. Last, last time we saw the season of, of Deshaun Watson, he led the league in passing, I think. So, I mean. And he's, and, he's, and he's got a great receiver that he can chuck it to that's got pretty darn good hands, except that one that he just really dropped real bad. The, last team, is, the team is better. This is a better team than what he had when he left the last game he played in Houston. So this is a good team. Yeah, it, with the exception of Kareem Hunt. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We want to talk uh, – so I big matchup with the Nemesis this week. It I, is, it I, is I, Nemesis I circled, week. circled that on the calendar. Big deal. Big deal for everybody. Yeah, Nemesis Week, huge game, always means a lot. You know, lots on the line, you know, except for this year, the game means absolutely nothing to either of us. Mm. Well, I hope there's still some banter, uh, mainly coming from you and the guy that's on strike. (laughs) So, so CJ, you and your Nemesis will feel this week the same way that all of us feel the rest of the year towards your matchup. Yes, like, yeah, doesn't matter. Don't Doesn't care. Care. Doesn't well, care. maybe you guys should make it interesting and put like a, I don't know, like a $500 bet with like a hundred dollars and ones and a steak dinner that like turns into a bet that no one remembers the details of or something like that. Hey, yeah. wrap, wrap it up with a rubber band and I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I, I do have a bet out there and I got to look this up, but I got a bet with Irish pedals that um, James Connor will be, 14th and rushing or better and that's a that's a that's a um double or nothing jmo bet that i got going on there so just gotta write gotta write these down putting that out there slack channel just devoted to uh to the bets we need to put that in there all right game of the week cj i know you had a couple of thoughts well i mean we have uh, let's see here. We have two that I'm thinking of. So there is the the Gore versus IP, and there is some little bad blood in there. There always kind of has been, but this is this is a lot. So if IP wins, and if he get if he can if he can hang on and get the best record, and then he's got the best record and the most points. And if he wins the bridge bowl, he gets the coveted triple crown. Mm, Not to be confused with the triple threat. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Which is a big deal. I mean, I've won it, but Mm. you know, we don't talk about that. Um, And right now, uh, wait, going back into the archives, did Bungle win that twice? No, he did not win it oh. twice. Yeah. Because no, that you, first you, year, he, 
six and seven and then he yeah losing was, losing record backed into it got it yeah by the way james connor is 32nd in rushing boom um now i get nothing and he gets nothing anyways the other one and i think listen gore 10 and 2 looking good you know he's he's right where he wants to be so we'll see what happens on that one but the other one this is for division stuff. This is just for awards and bragging rights is, is the Gore and IP one, by the way. It's, they're both in the playoffs. They're, they're both ready to go. Like it, It's just more about how do you finish and how does that work out? Now, the other big one has a lot more to it, and it's Triple Threat and Duck Cowboy because this one could eliminate a team and clinch a team. So, I mean, I, I could go either way. I feel like when there's more at stake this time of year, then that's what the game of the week should be about. Well, you know, I don't like to talk about myself, so I would go with the other game. <laughs> Wait, that's very off-brand. Like, where did oh. that come from? Oh, all right. We should probably go with my game versus Triple Threat. I feel like, yeah, a lot on the line. Both teams could go either way. Game of the week. I like it. Yeah. All right. That's your game of the week. Duck Cowboy versus Tony's Triple Threat. And to add, here's another thing to add to the get statistical when we have a full pot at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who was in the most game of the earth? game of the week oh yeah when you were the game of the week how much how often did you win who's got the highest winning percentage Ooh. when they were game of the week okay so you're saying okay we got we want to look at all the games of the week okay so game of the week um who had the most and who was the most successful, I guess? Yep. If there was somebody with more than one or two, what was their winning percentage? And I'd like to throw one out to SOS if he's still listening. Oh. <laughs> I, I'd like to know how many broom games have ended up losing. Yeah, there's at least one. Ooh. Well, there's quite a few, I think. Yeah, I think there might be more. I think there might be two or three, but I know I know for sure there's one. <laughs> I know I know that too. Well, I know there's two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> and it got me thinking. And being the game of the week, and this would be my last comment, I might just let the league, or more specifically, Hawk Attack, pick my quarterback. Because when he picked Andy Dalton, he went off. I obviously didn't go with him, and I lost. And this week he threw out Mike White. I didn't go with him. And he put up a 37 burger. So <laughs> yes. Hawk Attack, just let me know who's your start this week. I'll go with it in your Battle of the Willamette game of the week. And then when you lose to another broom game, <laughs> you can blame Hawk Attack. <laughs> Bastard. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to get the broom against Tony. Well, he'll get the broom, but you know. It's going to be a broom involved. We're all on pins and needles, hoping it's going to be more than three and a half minutes this week. So, 
Well, we we more than made up for last week by doubling the length of this podcast. So there. Hopefully, hopefully everybody got in as much as they needed and they enjoyed the week. Uh, fantasy safe. Remember, if you can't fantasy safe, take it to the FFF Slack channel and air your grievances there. Let's uh, let's keep it clean. Let's keep it fun. Uh, congratulations to uh, IP for making it through one year of a child outside of the womb. Um, it's, it's a big accomplishment. He still seems to be thriving. And why the hell did that child get so many gifts? That's we're starting out on the wrong foot. Let's start that bar low. But. Yeah, and I know it was painful for the uh, for the beaver balloon to be in that picture. As- <laughs> As the beeves took down the ducks, man, what a messed up family what? situation that's turning into. And Oof. what a crazy game. I mean, momentum shift. We don't have time, but time to wrap it up. Time to wrap. That's oh, an after pod. Momentum shifts. All right. All right. For the week 12 weekly wrap up of the Battle of the Willamette <laughs> Diaz design, we will see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye.